Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, it's uh, DJ and Evan again. We're going to be uh, talking about cold exposure today. Yeah, um, I, I've been doing cold exposure for about a year now. And I've kind of switched around with it a little bit. For about three months, I took two cold showers. Uh, so fully cold as cold as my shower can go for a hundred days straight. So 200 straight cold showers. And now what I've kind of switched to doing is I do kind of like lukewarm showers. Then the last like three or four minutes, I'll do a uh, cold. Cause I've heard that warm water has some benefits for your hair and skin and cold water has some benefits as well. But um, I've been kind of following what's known as the Wim Hof method. And, uh, what, uh, there's a lot of benefits that go along with cold exposure that we'll talk about. One of the most prominent ones is um, your immune system. A lot of people talk about um, not getting colds or like the flu anymore with cold exposure. And I, def I suffer from allergies. And during those like 100 days, I didn't really need to take my allergy medication ever. I think I might have had to once during them. But there's actually some scientific research being done that it can help even help uh, fight off some diseases. And of course, this is relatively new scientific. So of course, uh, it should not be seen as like a sole treatment method. Um, but there's a lot of very, very convincing evidence. And also, in addition to that, it's shown to be good for your hair, your face. And we'll even talk about how sometimes there's some aspects of it that can help with mental health. Yeah. So, so I guess. Yeah, there was like, okay. uh, like Wim Hof had he subjected himself to uh, a test of his method, I guess, and he was able to like they have this. Uh, I guess it's a standardized strain of E. coli that they use in uh, laboratory environments to uh, see how an immune system responds, um, and it's like it'll trigger all of these symptoms like headache nausea um but it doesn't actually like make you ill it's kind of like a vaccine where it like triggers the response but it doesn't uh actually make you ill um so yeah he had himself uh injected with this e coli and like went into his meditative state and he was able to fight off this E. coli strain that would usually knock people out for like an extended period of time, just like a normal illness. Uh, he was able to get rid of it in like 30 minutes. So it definitely has some benefits and whether that's the breathing aspect of it or the cold exposure, we won't know for certain until they do more research, but either way, it certainly works. Yeah. And one of the, he's, I think he just recently turned 61. And he spent 61 minutes in a like zero degree ice bath. He's climbed like Mount Everest before in just like a pair of shorts and like some shoes. But so, and that's kind of, uh, that's incredible. But if you think about it, that's, I don't want to say expected, but that makes sense that he's developed like a resistance to the cold. But what he also is able to do is he's able to run a marathon through, I think it was the Sahara Desert or it was a desert um, without any water. And like uh, 
temperatures exceeding 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So some, so one of the really cool things is through doing this cold exposure, you can you don't only increase your tolerance and your body's resistance of cold, you uh, you really just you increase your body's ability to regulate its own temperature, which is a really really like good trait to have. And um, with like these cold showers, you don't have to do uh, what a lot of people it scares people because like how uncomfortable cold showers can be and um, when you're when you're starting they definitely can be very uncomfortable which is why the best way you can do it is ease your way in so at the very end of your shower maybe just throw in a little cold and it's good for your hair it's good for your skin and what you'll find is especially in the mornings it'll really really wake you up and get your immune system going and really energize you for your day um so eventually this is one of those things where for like those hundred days that I did cold showers, I didn't just uh, go from hot showers to cold showers one day. I worked my way up to it. And that was what was like the best for me. But for like anyone out there trying to look into this, uh, it doesn't have to be such like a huge jump. Think of it almost like meditation. Like when you start, you don't have to be doing an hour at a time. You can start just by uh, doing a couple of like minutes. It's the same thing with cold showers. Just start at the end, switching a little cold, and you'll start seeing benefits. You'll start feeling more awake. And one of uh, we talked about the immune system benefits. One of the benefits as well is um, it can even help with anxiety, which might seem kind of strange. But when you're in those cold showers, what you'll realize is you'll start hyperventilating because your body will go into a like survival type situation. And you will uh, display very similar traits to that of someone having like an anxiety attack. You'll start shaking and you'll start breathing very, very heavily. And um, I believe uh, like behavioral psychologists have found that there's uh, evolutionary causes of anxiety, which means the survival instinct is kind of linked in both of them. So by taking these cold showers, what the goal is, is to learn to control your breathing and calm yourself down. And so what that does is it allows you, it gives you an opportunity and like the um, kind of like safeness and like calmness of your own home to practice controlling your breathing and helping with uh, that kind of uh, response by your body. So that if you get into a um, anxiety inducing situation, you have that like practice or if you like someone who exercises, you have those reps of um, building that like connection with your body and you uh, immediately know what to do. So I don't know if you, Evan, I know you have, uh, you don't have very much uh, experience with cold exposure, but you do have a lot with breathing. So I don't know if you have anything to say about that. Um, I don't have a whole lot, but I, I've done a little bit of cold exposure. Uh, I mean, I did it a little bit because I thought, because I hear people taking ice baths after their workouts and stuff. And they, they say it does, uh, good things for their recovery. Um, but I've actually found through research or through looking at research that, uh, it's not actually the best thing post recovery or post workout. Um, it, it does help with the immune system. That is a fact that stands, but, uh, for like people say it helps with inflammation 
and that's not entirely accurate. Inflammation is one of those things like carbs that gets a really bad rap for the wrong reasons. Excessive inflammation is bad, just like processed carbs are bad. But a uh, normal amount of inflammation is uh, actually an essential part of the recovery process. Uh, just like uh, like unprocessed carbs are really good are an essential part of a well-balanced diet. Um, so what the thinking is that all inflammation is bad, so we need to get into ice baths to reduce the inflammation to a minimum. But what that actually does is it just postpones the inflammation. Um, so then later on, you're getting just as much inflammation, perhaps even more inflammation, because your body needs that inflammation to start rebuilding your tissues. It's a natural part of the healing process, the remodeling process. So ice baths for uh, post-workout recovery aren't a great thing, but I think in this situation, cold exposure is a good thing. Um, and you talk about like being able to control your breath in these situations. Uh, I've started doing dabbling in uh, cold showers. What I do is kind of the same thing as what you describe, uh, where you start with kind of a lukewarm shower because my thought process is you don't want to ever like shock your body. Uh, you want it to always be controlled. Um, so I start with something that's comfortable and I can get in comfortably and I can get used to the water. And then every time I grab my bar of soap, then I lower the temperature down a little bit so that I'm never making a really sudden adjustment that shocks me and makes me uh, start shivering and breathing uncontrollably because I always want my breathing to be in control. Um, but then by the end of the shower, I'm in like really cold water and I'm still breathing comfortably. So that's kind of a, that's how I do it. Yeah. And that, um, that also has like a lot to do with the idea of, I think it's, they're called like micro habits, which is one of like the best ways to form habits. So it's this idea of, or that also has to do with like coupling. So you're coupling, uh, lowering the water temperature with picking up your soap, which is a really, really good thing. And it's like scientifically proven to work very well with creating a habit. And the best thing you can do with cold exposure is like Evan was saying, you don't need to shock yourself with it. Um, because the point of cold exposure for some people, of course, they'll talk about discomfort and having it be some aspect of discomfort and it can still be that, but it's overall, especially like for me, by the end of those hundred days, it was actually, I looked really looked forward to cold showers because they really like energized me and they made me feel really good. So that's because, um, I had done them a lot. So I'd kind of trained my body to be used to them. Um, but no, you don't have to do like any kind of brute force method to get into this because they're in the end, they're supposed to be a very, very good and comfortable tool. They're supposed to be a very like healthy tool that helps your immune system and helps you wake you up. They don't have, have to be, um, some like extremely uncomfortable thing that you dread. Cause then what you'll find is you'll find you're taking quicker showers, which, uh, for definitely for like water consumption and stuff isn't the worst thing ever but if you find yourself taking like a 20 second shower you might not be cleaning yourself well and you might mm -hmm. not be yeah there's like there definitely are downsides and you're not really getting any cold exposure 
so what like evan what you're doing is like perfect because what that's allowing you to do is take a normal length shower um so that you're getting because obviously showering is a healthy thing i think we all know that um but you're also getting that like kind of elongated cold exposure and slowly allowing your body to uh like dip into it which is a really really good thing to do so what have your experience have you do would you say you enjoy the cold showers do they wake you up do you have any like experiences with them well because of uh this the closures and stuff i haven't been doing them in the morning uh because i usually run in the mid afternoon so to me it doesn't really make sense to shower in the morning if i'm gonna run in a couple hours uh so i've been doing them at night usually or not at night but usually at about like four o'clock or something like that um and yeah i do find that after i get out of it I'm a little bit more alert, but yeah, I think the most important thing to, uh, consider or to take from this, if you want to try out cold showers is that you should, uh, definitely introduce it gradually because a couple years ago, when I first started reading and hearing about the Wim Hof method, I, uh, tried doing cold showers for a while. And it was really hard for me and I did dread them. And that I think is why the habit didn't stick because I didn't, ex I didn't do a gradual approach to it. I just did like turn on the shower really cold and then I jump in and it completely shocked me and it'd be super uncomfortable. So this time I'm taking a gradual approach, one that's a little bit more comfortable. And maybe for some people that's, uh, they, they don't think, they think the purpose of a cold shower is discomfort. But for me, it's about being able to control your uh, your body as much as you can in uh, extreme situations. So I, I think if you do consider it, the most important thing to do is a gradual approach so that you don't dread it and you can just truly realize all the benefits. Because if I just jumped in the shower with it as cold as I get it, at the end of my shower, then it would be really uncomfortable and I wouldn't want to keep doing it, even if it, uh, did have some benefits. So, yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, what Evan's saying about that idea of ha being flexible with them, because one of the things is if you are sick, like with a cold, um, sometimes hot showers can, or maybe like warm showers can help with that uh in more of a comfort based way because they can open up your airways and they, they can also help with uh, removing blemishes so like acne sometimes warmer water can help with that and uh, like evan was saying inflammation um like his experiences within his research and a lot of scientific research now has found that uh inflammation is just temporarily uh removed of with um cold showers and uh hot showers actually help relax the muscles so um that can be a little bit like more of like a healthier response to that and also like he was saying uh be flexible with them so like let's say you're really really tired in the morning and you take a shower maybe think about doing a little cold at the end to wake you up but really really find ways to make it comfortable and build those habits over time because there are benefits to doing uh hot or warm showers 
And like I was saying, they open up your airways and um, can help you relax a little bit. And then cold showers, they can help with your complexion and they help with the health of your hair and your skin and they can help with your immune system. So it's really finding um, this balance between the two. Yeah. Um, you talk about opening the airways uh, when you're sick. One thing that I've found really helps me, my my mom calls it a steam tent. I don't know what other people call it, but I just like get a pot of water boiling and I put some essential oils on it. And then I just uh, put it on the table and I drape a towel over my head and then I open the pot. So I'm basically just creating my own little steam room just around my head. And that's like the best way to get steam because the, if you do really hot water, that's like if, if you want to get that steam, uh, the shower isn't the best way to get it because uh, when you get the water that hot that it makes your room really steamy, then uh, it's uh, removing the oil from your skin and it's just really drying you out and that's not a great thing for your skin. Uh, I suppose it's probably not a bad thing to do it every once in a while, but to do that every day is uh, really bad for your skin. And another benefit of cold showers is they can help uh, with fat loss um, because a lot of um, there are certain like brown fats in your body that are burned to uh, heat your body. So by inducing that cold, you can uh, um, it can start and help uh, stimulate fat loss, which along with like a healthy diet and exercise regimen can kind of uh, add like another piece to that puzzle of like a healthy lifestyle. And another uh, thing that they can do is when you uh, are like hit with that cold, your um, heart starts circulating blood um, with like more force, which actually helps strengthen your heart. And there's been some research that have found that it can help prevent cardiovascular diseases, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, that is cool. Um, besides the health benefits, I think one of the biggest benefits of it is uh, it. I think it ties really well with mindfulness and this idea of acceptance and like not judging. Um, so when you get in that cold environment, uh, usually what would happen is you'd automatically start judging, uh, the sensations and assigning labels to them. Uh, but I think through a controlled exposure to this, you can kind of train yourself to accept these, uh, kind of unpleasant circumstances. And instead of judging them really harshly and immediately, you might uh, train yourself to just step back and just be aware of it rather than uh, trying to think about it or judge it. Yeah, definitely. I know, um, like the way uh, I kind of uh, slowly went into the 100 or like 200 straight cold showers, but I probably went much too quickly for um, like the optimal way to do it. Um, so what I found is I really dreaded the two cold showers a day. But eventually, if there is any benefit to doing that way, eventually I got to a point where I started enjoying them. But definitely, um, like Evan was saying, with that idea of mindfulness, finding a way to be present, I, I'd say that's the final benefit of cold showers. And might, what might be mentally like the best one 
is if you ever get stuck in your head, which I think all of us do, whether it's anxiety, just overthinking things, thinking about the past, the present, or not the present, but the future. It, when that once that cold water hits you, it can really break you out, and um, it can sometimes also act as a bit of a grounding method if you're having like a panic attack or anything to really get you out of your head and get you present in the world around you. So um, if you're going to learn anything from cold showers, like Evan was saying, try to be very mindful, and it can really help with uh, giving you controlled discomfort. And of course, the, like I, we said, the goal of it's not to be uncomfortable, but it can really teach you to be present in the moment and kind of like he was saying, uh, be just experience it and not judge it, which is a really, really healthy thing. And it's just another uh, kind of piece in the puzzle of mindfulness. Yeah. Uh, one of the larger um, like positives of cold showers is in a clinical trial. Uh, they used what's known as hydrotherapy, which is kind of a holistic approach to treating depression. What they found is that um, by taking a cold shower but for up to five minutes, two to three times per week, it helped relieve the symptoms of depression in a clinical trial. If you think about it, even like with those kind of effects that it can have with anxiety, it can also help with depression, which um, statistically is now beginning to affect more and more people for various different reasons. Yeah, um, I have a theory about that, but that'll be for another episode. Okay. And then the other one is uh, 60 to 70% of people suffer from dry skin. I know I get dry skin pretty naturally, and so do most of my family. And um, hot showers really, really dry out your skin. And sometimes believe that that's actually one of the causes of dry skin, in addition to the other more uh, prominent ones like cold weather, low humidity, but what cold showers do is they really help to hydrate your skin and they can really help with that dry skin. And I know at least anecdotally with like my experience with cold showers, I used to have to, I still um, will use lotion, but I find when I'm not able to my, like before my like knuckles would crack and I would get my face would crack because of how dry it got and that doesn't happen anymore. So definitely if, if nothing else, if you suffer from dry skin, and again, like uh, we were saying, um, that doesn't mean if you we're not saying to just go and suffer through and hate your showers and just do 10 minutes, but maybe just start by at some point in your shower, making it a little bit colder and getting it, especially on your face, hair and hands, because there's a lot of uh, like research behind it really helping to hydrate them. Yeah. Uh, but if you do have dry skin, the best thing, and I've used coconut oil for like six years now. Coconut oil is so good for your skin um, and your hair. Uh, I'm a bit worried about my hair because my dad is bald. Not completely, but uh, a large portion of his uh, scalp is shiny. Uh, and I... I know it's kind of vain to not want to lose your hair, uh, but if I can avoid it, I would like to. So I've found that, uh, I, and I think I've actually read somewhere that hot showers are uh, bad enough for your scalp that it may actually be a cause of baldness in some people. Um, 
and it's not like the sole contributing factor, but it can be one of those pieces that leads to the loss of hair. So coconut oil and cold showers. Keep your skin and yeah. hair nice and shiny. I think one of like the biggest things uh, from this, if you take anything from this episode, is maybe the next time you get in the shower, go like a notch less than you did last time. And just maybe it, like we've said a couple of times, it doesn't have to be this just brute force, uh, like close your eyes, clench your jaw and go all the way cold and just suffer through it. But there's a lot, like a lot of research um, and feel free to do your own research on this as well. But there are like dozens of benefits to cold showers that if you just slowly start maybe inching it back a little bit and maybe do Evan's method, find a method that works for you, that works for your time constraints, however long you have for showers, and you'll start seeing some benefits from it. It's a very, very healthy and a very easy to get into a thing if you allow yourself some time to get into it. Like this isn't something that you have to be um, swimming in the Arctic Circle by next week. It's really something that you can like slowly, slowly get into and slowly just make a habit. And it's actually a very, very enjoyable one. I, I find I enjoy my showers. I, I started enjoying them at the end of the 100 days. But now that I start off with warm water and slowly work my way to the cold water at the end, uh, I find I really enjoy the showers. I really enjoy like the burst of energy I get. So it's definitely finding the way it works for you. And I think you'll really enjoy them. Yeah, if you uh, like, think back to uh, uh, childhood. If you li- if you grew up anywhere near a, na- a lake, uh, chances are you went there often. Um, and as a child, you really didn't care about cold water. I don't know how what changes as you get older, but children will just go into any body of water, and most of the time, just be all right with it. Uh, so. I think that it's like, and and if you think about it from another perspective, like how did uh, humans used to bathe? They would go in uh, a body of water and just rub themselves down. Maybe uh, they didn't have any kind of heating unless they were lucky enough to grow up near hot springs. Uh, so it makes sense that cold water is kind of a part of human nature. So. Yeah, and the, and the like we've been saying, the research really backs that up. And of course, the, one of the things is a cold shower. A lot of people don't know this, but a cold shower is defined as taking a shower where the water temperature is below 70 degrees Fahrenheit, which a lot of people think like a cold shower has to be like freezing cold water. Most of the showers in your, um, like in like a household, only get down to like the mid 50 degrees which still if definitely uh listen to your body and if you start uh seeing sign like definitely slowly work your way into it it can definitely still uh be dangerous if you're in there for an hour or something but this idea that like you can start getting these benefits of cold showers taking showers that are 65 degrees like you don't have to be taking ice baths to see these uh effects it's just turning your um handle a little bit to the right and you can start seeing all these effects so just slowly work your way towards there and it's a it's a pretty pretty cool thing yeah 
I think most groundwater only gets to about 55 degrees. I, I don't think it ever gets much war warmer or colder than that. Uh, so that that is a pretty good uh, bottom. I don't think I really don't think you need to go much colder than 60 probably, but some people probably want to go as cold as they can. But yeah, yeah, and, to get the and, uh, go for it. Oh, by the end of my showers, I I'm as cold as it can be. But that's just because I find I get more energy that way. That's like a personal preference, and I can't start my. I guess I could start my showers there, but while enjoying them and getting all that like benefit out of them, I de it wouldn't definitely it definitely wouldn't be a habit I would keep to just start there. So definitely find where it works for you. And even if you if you really want to know, get a bucket and a thermometer, and it's pretty easy to figure that out. You can get like a pretty simple glass thermometer for a couple bucks and figure out how cold it is. But I, I've heard the same number, 55 degrees Fahrenheit is as cold as any of the water running through your pipes is going to be. So, and yeah, you definitely, like they said, like I said, and the research says any shower under 70 is considered a cold shower. So you, you don't even have to get down to 55 to really be starting to see these benefits. Yeah. Um, but I think the, and I, I think a part of the reason that it's uh, such a good thing is that showers are kind of something that we take for granted. Um, and a cold shower forces you to realize like what a shower is and what you're experiencing. Um, so then even if you just take a couple cold showers, you'll like be more grateful, I guess, and more present when you're taking a warm shower even so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think well, that's I th about. Yeah, I think uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> you you do it, DJ. Okay, we think that's about it. Thank you guys for listening. I'm DJ. I'm Evan. And we'll see you next time, or talk to you next time. Yep.